0: Welcome to the first edition of the Linger Longer podcast. It's me, Pastor David, with Kevin, the worship leader guy. (laughs) Kevin, the worship leader guy. I like it. So the purpose of this podcast is because on Sunday mornings, we just don't have enough time to say everything we want to say about a text or the reason why we do certain things, certain aspects of worship. For sure. um, and so we kind of want to give you a little bit more. Give you a little bit more information on the text, give you a little bit more information on song choices or why we did cer- certain liturgies or things like that. So that also means we want your feedback. We want you to... Type in, write in, call in questions you may have about Sundays. Um, We're always going to do these on Monday morning, so it has to be sometime Sunday night. Um, But we want to hear from you. Put it in the comments and we'll respond to any questions you have over what we say here or what was said on Sunday morning because this isn't just a sit and get environment. We want to give you a chance to respond and really enter into conversation with what we're doing in worship on Sunday mornings. So with that being said, let's get into it. Go! (laughs) So yesterday was Trinity Sunday. Trinity Sunday. Also the kickoff to our Genesis series. Talked about creation. Now we have... We always have two different types of services with our contemporary Mm -hmm. and then our traditional and blended services in the sanctuary. But yesterday, they were even a little bit more different. (laughs) I would say so, yes. (laughs) So for the folks that were not in Horizon yesterday, tell them a little bit about the service. So what we did is we had each day in the creation
1: account read... And then we had a song that went with, that like supported what was talked about in that day. Um, so day one, God created the heavens and the earth and we had a had a song that kind of supported that idea. And we also had um, things brought in, lights, um, we had um, candles, we had plants to represent creation. And so, not anything like a normal service at all. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, I thought it was great. If you have a chance and you weren't in that service or if you want to experience it again, go back and watch the Horizon service, uh, either on our Facebook page or on the website. Um, I think it's really good. Uh, just something different, maybe a new perspective on the creation account. Because I think the creation account is something we all know.
1: Right, I was I was talking with Pastor Romney who preached at Ascension, and she was like, "This is one of the hardest things to preach. It's this Eastern Christmas because <laughs> they're all stories that people know, or passages that people know, and you have to like package it in a new way." <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. I, definitely, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> and, but and it's not just that people know it, but it's so big. Yeah, like we literally read at all three of our services an entire chapter of Genesis. Right. I mean, that's, you never do that with Scripture. But with this one, it's hard to break it up and say, okay, well, even though I'm going to focus on the, like I focused on the creation of humanity and on um, Sabbath and rest on the seventh day, it's, you can't just take that part. So then right. everybody's like, well, why, why aren't you reading the rest of it? <laughs> so we read the whole thing. But you can't preach the whole thing. So that's why today, this morning, we want to back up to verses 1 and 2 from Genesis 1. And it says something we're all fairly familiar with, probably. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. So as I was thinking about this, and as I was thinking, Preparing for my messages. I I knew it was Trinity Sunday, and I wanted to incorporate the Trinity into creation. So I I focused not on verse 2 but on verses 26, 27, 28, 29, 30 where there's the humanity piece and it says God created in Our image let us create human beings in our image in our likeness, but that's not the first indication of Trinity, this idea of the wind from God swept over the face of the waters. And you say, well, David, that says wind. But Kevin, what other word is often put in there? The spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Yeah, that spirit of God. And and we get this because the word that's wind or breath of God here is ruah in Hebrew. And Ruah is translated most of the time Spirit of God. And in fact I'm I'm reading out of the NRSV but in the ESV and the NIV translations it is translated Spirit of God. So what song did we sing after this verse yesterday in Horizon?
1: So we sang the song Rest On Us uh, written Brandon Lake Alyssa Smith and it's uh, in Mav City uh, out of Atlanta Um, yeah the very first lines of the song as the spirit was moving over the water spirit come move over us come rest on us Come rest on us Um, seemed like that was the appropriate song (laughs) for when we're talking about the spirit moving over the waters so I have plethora of notes (laughs) All about this song. So, if you want to hear him, here we go. Yeah. Um, so, the that was the part that we sang, uh, asking the Spirit to come over us as He was over the waters. Um, later on, uh, in the second verse, that was actually part of uh, one of the things that I I almost used the song for Pentecost, um, because the second verse talks about. Uh, coming down in fire and wind, come and do it again, and um, that has a lot more Pentecost mm-hmm. language. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the chorus to that: um, "Come down, Spirit, when you move, you make my heart pound. When you fill the room, you're here, and I know you're moving. You're here, and I know you're moving." Um, and I I always. Uh, talking with the band we well, a lot of times we kind of talk through the songs um about like why we 're doing them, and one of them is is in that chorus it 's more about our awareness to the spirit moving mm-hmm. spirit 's there we don 't we don 't tell God to move <laughs> it 's not god I need you to move in this place now. It is more of telling us to be more aware to the spirit that is there. That has always been there since verse (laughs) 2.
0: Yeah, and I think that's something we forget. Like, we think, we almost think the Spirit of God is this new construction Mm -hmm. that only came about in Pentecost. I think, I mean, it's very appropriate that you mention that because that's what we think. Birth of the church, that's when the Spirit filled. (laughs) But no, the Spirit's been around since before day one. (laughs) Like, the Spirit has always been there, and... The, the way that um, this, this word ruah, the way that it's kind of shaped in our visual of it, we can find in Deuteronomy 32, where it compares the spirit of God that moved over the creation to the same movement of a mother eagle over her young, mm. and this flapping and this bringing them up. And so there's this idea of a hovering of God's spirit, and that sounds very similar to kind of what you're conveying. With the spirit of God is all around us. That's right. But are we willing to interact with it? Are we willing to accept what the spirit is doing in our lives and in our midst? Mm-hmm. One of the the
1: worship leader phrases is almost that you hear is is you want to lean into that. You want to you want to like. No, like consciously know okay the spirit is here i want to lean into to feeling that to knowing it you know one of the the things that i pray almost every sunday morning before service is like i hope that people have a real tangible experience and that's that is the like the the onus then becomes on the the congregant like to to lean into that to know that the spirit is here
0: so powerful it's it's something that we can really sink our teeth into and feel and um, really grasp a hold of so today I think that's where we want to leave you with this idea of not fearing the spirit not wondering if the spirit is there but really acknowledging the Spirit of God that lives in us but is also hovering around us and is ever-present and really in our midst um, so below in the comments write down when was the last time you felt and experienced the Spirit of God let's see how our interactions compare and let's see how they contrast and let's see how our individual experiences of the Spirit can lead us into deeper experiences of faith. Can't wait to hear from you and we'll see you next week.